Jeremiah DeBoard, and welcome to So Grow Listen, a Paso Hills Farm podcast. I am joined by my wife, Megan, and my oldest daughter, Thea May, on our first Paso Hills podcast. We will be going over a brief history of our farm and our vision going into 2024, as well as some lessons that we have learned this past year as we are almost coming up on a full year of farming full-time. A whole year. A whole year. A whole year at stinking work. (laughs) Stinking? That's what some people call it. Stinking work. Stinking work. (laughs) Well, honey, what are some words of introduction? Uh, It's too late for words of introduction. I can't think that far ahead. I don't have a script to go by. Well, I can tell you what. I mean, I think this uh, room is going to turn into a nice studio if we work on it. Paso Hills is going to turn into more than just a farm. I don't know. We might be podcast. What's what's after podcast TV? I mean, live stream. I mean, you know, everyone starts somewhere, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we might go from 10 listeners to 12. So that's right there is a 20% growth. <laughs> Big time. We should do a video about farming, about um, doing chores. Yeah, we're going to try to make some more content going into the new year. That's a whole part of this, you know provide our customers with a better understanding how about we are. Apparently people want to listen to us or learn more about us. I have no idea why. No, no, no. We're pretty boring people, but we'll see. We might we might be interesting here soon. Here soon? When the world's coming up here soon? I don't know. I mean, the growing season's about ready to start, so. Gosh, it's, I've, I'm, I'm starting to wonder how we're going to do this and farm, but we'll try to work it in. Prioritize. You make time for things that matter. So if y'all start listening to us more, that means we get to do more content. Mm. Hey, we might might make more money doing podcasts than we will farming. (laughs) We'd be those fake farmers. Gosh, those people. (laughs) I shouldn't say that. Those people really irritate me. But I'm starting to wonder why they put more content out because they don't actually do the work. Well, it's not that they only do the work. There's no no money in the work. Previously did the work, but then they don't anymore. Well, let's not get into bashing the competition. I I didn't say anybody specific. I just said that's what happens. I might name names one day. We'll see. Anywho. Anywho. (laughs) Moving on. Hey, we're going to have to come up with a pause sign. <laughs> All right. You're saying, Thea? <laughs> you don't remember. Okay. Well, let's, what's our, what's, what are we starting off with? Well, 
I'm going to first to that. I'm going to remind everyone that this is our first time. So bear with us as we learn. We are not professionals. And I'm going to keep saying that. I'm going to We're tell not you professionals. What. We're not professionals. We're, We're not, not professionals. I'm going to tell you what. I'm definitely going to put more sound in Anne's room. No. It's a yeah, work in progress, our right? first podcast. Not bad for coming up with a place real quick. I mean, hey, we've got a bathroom. We've got a kitchen. You've got a kitchen. We yeah. cook. Yeah, we oh. cook while we're... While our podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I know everyone eats and eats and podcast, right? Like a cheeseburger. Yeah, sure. I hear it all the time. <laughs> like a cheeseburger, a chili dog. A chili dog. Goodness. Oh, I want a chili dog. <laughs> all right, honey. So let's get into it. So we have been farming. Well, we have been farming full time since March of 2023, last March. We bought the farm in December of 2020. Mm -hmm. Do you want to go into a little bit of how we came and why we decided to move? Uh, Well, I guess I just kind of started with the 2020. Why? What happened in in 2020? Uh, Uh, Well... (laughs) The world collapsed, it see. <laughs> we'll just, well, that's a nice way of putting it. I don't know what happened to <laughs> We just, yeah, we wanted to be more self sufficient and, you know, have a, a place where we not- can take care of ourselves and not really rely on a, an outer source as much as we were. One thing that we'd always started to do in. One thing that we started to do, you know, in 2019 was to be a little more self-sufficient and to, you know, not rely on just what was in the refrigerator. Yeah. So we heard our, or heard my sister-in-law tell a story, excuse me, we heard our, my sister-in-law tell a story to our pastor who they were looking at, they were looking for a house at the time and that the farmhouse right next to my sister-in-law had come up for sale and, or excuse me, he came up for rent Mm -hmm. and we should look into buying it. And that was on a Sunday and I think it was the first of October, excuse me, August. And no, we did. It was a conversation with somebody else. Oh yeah, that we overheard about it. Yeah. And we happened to be there. Yeah. And and it just kind of and on the way home we just kinda talked about it and we're like, well, you know Let's move. We wanted land and this could be an opportunity. So So that was a Sunday. Yeah. And by that Thursday I had called the owner. He had talked him into it. Or excuse me, he was definitely willing to uh, letting us purchase it because our my brother lived next door. Yeah. The whole family thing. And um, that allowed us to eventually... So I was, we had it under contract in like two weeks. Yeah. Well, that was a little bit longer than that. But. And we moved... Real quick. We sold our house. We decided to renovate, finish renovating our house mm-hmm. in five weeks. And we moved in the end of October and we rented the farm for two weeks and we were able to finally close on it the end of December. Yep. 
And that has now been three years ago. Yep. A long three years. Really? It feels like it's been pretty quick. I feel like sometimes. we've been there forever, but I also feel like we've just gotten there. Yeah. I feel you. Because we started to, you know, we started to homestead. We started yeah, out with. It started to be a self sufficient thing. Three kinda, pigs. Yeah. And then maybe sort of making like a side business out of it with the hogs. Yeah, we, we were going to try to breed guinea hog and sell the piglets because in 2020 and 2021, you could not find any piglets. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted a pig to raise in their backyard. Yep. Because they didn't know if they were going to get pork. Yeah, some people, you know, everyone freaked out in 2020 that, oh, no, there's not going to be no feed or meat. And now yeah. everyone seems to have forgotten that. Yeah. So I don't remember the time frame exactly, but I rem- we, we've ripped out almost all the fencing on the property. It had been woven wire that had not been well maintained. Well, it was also for cattle. It yeah. was not for swine. Or goats. Yeah, or goats. Because we got a couple goats. When did we get goats? Uh, it was remember. a little bit after it that. It blurred. Yeah. So we, 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 we did some fencing and we, uh, over the spring, and then we planted the garden. And we had good success with the garden at first. It was mm-hmm. about a quarter of an acre. Mm-hmm. And that was just for ourselves. And yep. we, had, we got covid Real bad in September of 2021. And the garden pretty much all went bye-bye. I remember walking up after after being, you know, like in bed for weeks. And it was like, I'm just going to turn around and walk away. Yeah, that pigweed yeah, that can pig take over tall. pretty quickly if you're not up there. Take care of it. Oh, well. And then... Yeah, we ended up we ended up with like twenty five goats somehow. I, I don't remember how. And uh, yeah, those piglets didn't sell because nobody wanted a piglet. Yeah. In twenty twenty two, but and then we did another garden. We did another decent sized garden mm-hmm. in twenty twenty two. Switched some things up, learned some lessons, but it did pretty good. Yeah. We did the kitchen garden. Closer to the house, and you know, we just that's my favorite year of gardening. <laughs> is that kitchen garden? What is it, thirty by twenty, something, something like, that. like that? Yeah, that was that was my quiet place. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, you know, we pretty much homestead, and then I switched jobs, and mm-hmm. I was working for Segra as a senior fiber optic splicer. And then due to their management change and everything, I switched jobs to a fiber optic contractor in June of 2022. I was on the road eight days and home for six, which everyone's like, oh, you were home for six days. What? Well, you can't catch up. There's a day of recovery. Yeah, there's a day in church. There's a day at church. There's a day traveling. There's back. a day getting ready for you to go back. So we were not yeah. able to. So keep there's up. there's no farming and doing this at uh, the same time. Yeah, we 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 I couldn't keep up with the what I need to do with the pigs and the goats. It just it wasn't happening. Mm-mm. And so 
in December of 2022, I came downstairs and basically said, hey, honey, let's do a CSA. We'll do 100 shares. I think you forget, too, in the throes of morning sickness. Oh, uh, yeah, you were. With baby number five, yeah, you were asking months, You were this. two months pregnant. Yes. <sighs> and you actually kind of said, yeah, well, you said if you sell 100 well, shares, we'll do I it. first I said absolutely not. Yeah, and then you're like, well, if you sell 100 shares, we'll do it. And I spent a lot of time building a website and trying to get flyers out. And one weekend, me and Thay went door to door, knocking on the neighbors. I knocked on 40 some doors and got two customers from it. <laughs> Excellent return on my time. We did it for like eight hours. Do you remember doing that, Thea? Yeah. That's just, yeah, you don't remember anything else? Was it a long day? I remember I got a paper cut. <laughs> <laughs> you got a paper cut? Yeah, I remember when I was putting it in the... Um, one of the mailboxes. Oh, no, I don't remember. She got an injury before she even started farming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we knocked on like 40-some doors. And, and now, thankfully, we did get two customers who, well, one customer I sat and talked to for like 20 minutes. Or she eventually became a customer. And, you know, then she recommended us someone else. And, you know, those two young, two ladies are right around the corner from the farm and they uh they were very encouraging and loved the vegetables but mm-hmm. so yeah that was february we went around knocking door to door and i passed out some flyers and talked to some friends and we end up with how many members out of 100 uh, 12 i believe how in the world did i let you <laughs> how in the world did i talk you into going farming full time with 12 oh i remember it was 14 14 yeah we lost two yeah that's right i remember that you were like well, i was like oh yeah well oh that's what it was because we started out with an 18 week csa mm-hmm. and then everyone was like i don't want to do a 18 week commitment i'm like okay i understand that and so i did a six week so, you know, they yeah. could do three, six weeks if they, you know, if they wanted to. And they, they still, we picked up, I think, two more. We picked up two six-week customers, and those were the customers that didn't renew. Mm-hmm. One said we were getting them too much, and then the other one said we were giving them not enough. Both of them had the same size mm-hmm. share. Can't please everybody. No, but. But the 12 that we kept were pleased. Oh, yeah. They'll For the probably, most part. They, I mean, they're probably, they, they might renew. But so we were like, oh, you know, because we were getting all this feedback, right? We were kind of encouraged. We're like, okay, we understand. So we did it six week. And, you know, that got us up to 14 customers, which basically paid for our seed for the year. <laughs> yeah. Not everything else. Um, and then we were like, all right, we'll do a weekly subscription, you know, but we got to wait. We can't pre-sell it. So we started a weekly subscription and we picked up three more doing the weekly produce subscription. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So we rounded up with like 15 weekly, you know. Yep. Well, yeah, that we we had a lot more people tell us they would they would buy from us. Lessons yep. learned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also had the farm stand too. It wasn't just. Yeah, I remember I quit that. my job on my last day at Splice and Fiber was March fifteenth. 
The garden wasn't turned. Yeah, there no was chicken nothing. Track. No, the we, uh, we might have had some plants cut. started. I had some boards cut. And the brooders, cut. the brooders but were kind of done, but a majority of the infrastructure was not ready at all. None of the eighteen chicken tractors that we ended up building. Yeah, the two brooders were not finished. Uh, the garden was not turned. They weren't even finished. The brooders weren't even started. No, I did start them. We had some. I had a little bit done. Oh, yeah. Over at Jones. Yeah, so, I mean, March 15th, the building wasn't built. I didn't even have, we didn't even purchase the walk-in cooler, walk-in freezer yet. Mm -mm. There was nothing over there either. No. So, March 15th, and then we turned everything. I I was actually looking at my uh, calendar the other day, or I was looking at my uh, planning calendar, and we, like, that first week we planted piles of stuff because uh, it was due. There was there were some long days those first like month, two months yeah, where we were I turned the garden on three fifteen down. Yeah on March fifteenth or sixteenth I turned the garden and then we were planting stuff by the twenty second. Really? Yeah. We had stuff wow. in the ground by the twenty second. Wow. And you know we did what six loads of compost in the garden. A lot of compost. And we bent all those hoops for the insect cover, which Mm kind of worked out. Another topic for another day. And we did Melvin's Farm to Fork open house in April. Mm -hmm. We picked up two customers for our weekly subscription through there. A couple... We eventually a couple customers came for us for chicken. Yeah, I think that's what we had announced too when we were doing the chicken CSA. Yeah, we had done the chicken CSA. We had four people sign up for the chicken CSA. Mm-hmm. Of course, a lot of people don't like the CSAs because they got to pay everything up front in one lump sum. Huh. But we did give them a discount. Yeah. And we, so that was April. We were pretty much bringing us up to April. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're, we started the CSA in the end of May. Oh, Polyface. Oh, uh, yeah. Polyface. We should talk about Polyface. Yeah. Oh, you that's, mean our that's first a podcast? Huge, All right. A huge thing that was part of the garden of why we scaled to the way that we scaled with Polyface. We'll be nice. Almost the whole entire garden was for Polyface. Almost. Hard work, hoeing and chopping. It can't. It can't. We got an offer to be Polyface's vegetable vendor for the for the summer. We yeah, we were approached in early February, yes, so we, we still had time to plan. We still have time to plan, so we said yes, and the, it was a huge. That was one of the reasons why we planted so much. We planted it, so, and we went ahead with it too. Yeah. It wasn't because we weren't getting the CSA shares that we wanted. And Polyface came to us Polyface and, and told to us, us how yeah. much their previous vegetable vendor had made mm-hmm. and how much they had sold. How much they put out and all that. And, and so, so we were like, great. Yeah, we'll, awesome. we'll, yeah we'll, we'll plan off of that. We So we, you know, I redid our calculations on how much we plant, we're going to plant and everything. It was a lot. And not a lot. Actually, if we uh, don't do what we did last year, this year will be a breeze. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> and so that, that was February. We planted and then we said that we, we, we started delivering them to right before the CSA started. It was like the middle, yeah. middle of May. And that lasted for four 
weeks or something. Five weeks. Five weeks. Something like that. Yeah, it, 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 it ended up. So I don't, for all those of you who don't know, Polyface is two hours from us one way. It's quite a bit. Wow. And we had calculated that somewhat into our pricing as well as how much, you know, is worth it. Because I was like, well, you know, they're a famous farm. Putting our branding out there w- would be a good, you know, marketing. Mm-hmm. And. We did that for five, six weeks. I don't remember exactly. It was not very long. And we had one complaint. And that one complaint that That we heard about. As far as we knew. Yes. The one complaint that we heard about was that our salad mix had gone bad. And our salad mix had one yellow leaf. Well, (laughs) as far as we knew. And. And I will put a caveat on this because our salad mix should be kept at 45 to 50 degrees to to maintain optimal freshness. We packaged it in a non-vented produce bag. Uh, We did transport it to Polyface and coolers. Mm -hmm. But we're looking back where the first issue with that salad mix was that salad mix was then placed in a 33 degree refrigerator, which shortens the life. Mm-hmm. And then it was transferred in a truck. So that was the one complaint we heard about. And then on week six, we, I got a note, an email saying no more orders are coming in. And I was like, okay. And then I call, I got a call and basically, so this is on a Monday. I got, I asked for a phone call and we were told that, uh, at a meeting on Friday, the delivery drivers had been receiving complaints. Now we did have some issues with our projection. So Polyface wanted us to project two weeks out. Of course, this is our first year doing it. I was grateful that they, you know, let us learn. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, we, you had to project stuff two weeks out and then you had to also project accurately how much you would have at a week out. And I might have been a little too ambitious in my projections. And I was a week off sometimes mm-hmm. because, you know, I was just sitting there looking at the calculations. You know, the plan should be this, should do this, you know, yada, yada, yada. And we were told it was fine. If we were fine, you know, it's fine if you, you know, if you don't have, if you match have to your, refund. Yeah, refund and everything. Okay. I, I was getting a little worried about it. I was assured by Polyface that we wouldn't. And so on this Monday that I got this phone call or had this phone call, uh, they were told that the delivery drivers told the group meeting that they... Uh, that the customers, Polyface's customers were really disappointed in our refunds and everything. And basically we got fired. Yeah. Now, and you know, I was, I was kind of like, okay, I understand and everything, but one, you know, and, but we had also had planted a pile of stuff. And had bought a lot of seed in preparation for that. Yeah. Because that was another thing. You know, those six weeks, I don't know if those are prices or what, but we did not have the demand no. that 
And, and I thought we had matched our prices pretty good to what the previous vendor was having. Well, yeah, I mean, we were matching to oh, what, uh, Wegmans up there, so um, I don't was, know. It's whatever. It's I'm water sure under the bridge. There's probably yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Honestly, it was a blessing in disguise because we were in over our heads and we had limited help last year. And if we had really fully gone, you know, full force with Polyface, we would not have been able to keep up. And it did. It did end right when the chickens started really ramping up. Yeah, and we had, yeah, chicken started becoming a priority. At that because point. I remember, you know, we got that phone call when I was where we were working on putting the building up where mm-hmm. our coolers are at now. Yeah, yeah, so. we were just getting the coolers up, so we were going to be able to like. Yeah, harvest pre Yeah, har- pre-harvest have things ready to go. Yeah, All we had to do is pick and go. And yeah, no. Oh well. Lessons learned in that. But then we opened up the farm stand soon after that. Yeah. Because we had vegetables coming out the the nose. Oh, yeah. We threw. I, I think. <laughs> Our was, pigs ate really well. <laughs> there was uh, one. I remember one trash day, quote unquote trash day that we pulled uh, cucumbers and squash out of the cooler and gave it to the pigs. The uh, tractor wouldn't lift it up, which means it was pushing a thousand pounds. Yeah, there's a lot of vegetables that were, you know, wasted, wasted, unfortunately. But well, well it's, I, I get it. I mean, it, it converted to bacon. It did. Good bacon that a lot of mm-hmm. people have been really been very pleased with. Yeah. So we opened up the farm stand. One thing I wish we'd done differently is I wish we had opened up the farm stand about. Six, seven yeah, weeks we should have done it a little bit earlier, but I think it was one of those things that we wouldn't have had time for anyway. I remember looking back and being like, well, I remember at the time I was scared because yeah. I was worried that the farm stand would be a failure. Which actually ended up being one of our yeah, greatest assets. It did. Because, you know, for all those of you who aren't familiar with Smith Mountain Lake, we live on Brooks Mill Road, which is... The road that runs north to south on the western side of the lake. And we come to find out we had a lot of out of state traffic Mm -hmm. stop by on their way from Raleigh, Carolina, everywhere, Greensboro. Mm -hmm. Um, They would head up 29 from Raleigh, hit 40, and come right by the farm. And man, there were some weeks we were doing better than some people do at the farmer's market. Yeah. And it actually almost became a full-time job having someone sit out there. It did. There were some days where it was just constantly people coming in, getting vegetables. And that's one thing we're going to really prepare for better this year's have a farm store actual building an actual building that people can come in and you don't have to see the the butchering going on yeah i mean i get it it's 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 been an issue we had some people complain about you know we were processing chickens right next to the stand because it was not right next to well it was 40 50 yards but some people would complain about it and I mean, I don't, we didn't have the funds to enclose. We didn't have the funds. And also it was just you and I sometimes just doing it. So it was easier logistically for me to just, you know, run over 20 yards rather than all the way across the. 
the driveway. So. Yeah. I mean, some days, like I remember some Wednesdays we had one customer come in, Yeah, you know, so we would process on Wednesday and, you know, you would just, we just stop, wash our hands, clean up, take our apron off and yeah. go over there and, you know, do the $10 transaction and go back to processing yeah. chickens. This is kind of what you have to do sometimes when you're starting out and farming and it's just you. So, you know, we're going to have definitely a better area for people to park with gravel and hopefully have an actual indoor building that, mm-hmm. you know, we'll throw an air conditioner win- window air conditioner on it and people have a little cool on the, on the sun. Mm-hmm. May not have reach in freezers and refrigerators yet for the <laughs> chicken, but cause those things are outrageous. Yeah. But it'll be definitely a better shopping experience than what year one was. Yeah. What was always funny is the women would kind of stub their nose at the chicken, and but the men were like, "Oh, this is really this cool." Is awesome. I've had a few women that come in. And oh, they were very that, interested. There was a couple. I, my favorite for the the women coming in was the ones that had done it growing up. Mm-hmm. And, and said, you know, I remember like, doing that. We had to pluck my hand. Had a little hot pot over a fire. Oh. You know, we're coming in with our pro our killing cones and our yeah. propane. Automatic fancy, fancy you know, defeathered plucker and plucker. everything. And you're yeah. over there eviscerating a chicken in three minutes. Yeah. So three minutes, don't short. Okay. Hey. It was two minutes and like 45 I, seconds. I got it down to two minutes. You didn't get it down to two minutes. I got it down to two minutes. Which is blowing people's minds. So I tell them that. Yeah. Just don't tell the, don't tell the tax man that I get down that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll keep it at three minutes. Yeah, some, he was right. Three minutes. So, I mean, that's kind of the year in review. Well, that, that kind of finished out our produce. And then we really started focusing on chicken. Of course, we had a baby in mm-hmm. July, which I also had. So, there, there have been a lot of good friends along the way. Mm-hmm. Shout out Samantha. <laughs> yeah, especially shout out to Samantha. We'll, we'll never forget Samantha. She has a special place in our farm. Why does she have to move to Texas? <laughs> She has a family. <clears throat> get it. So, yeah, you shoot. She left like the end of July. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. in July. But Samantha came to us in May, yeah. first of May, and put three months of work in. More harder. work than you and I combined, I feel, some days. Uh, you know, some days I actually got out of bed because, you know, I know Samantha was going to be there. She was coming to help. More energized and excited than I was. Yep. Um, but we had Quincy in July, yeah, 5th July, July. 5th. the fifth son born on the fifth, <laughs> the fifth name. Oh, <laughs> uh, and so actually he was the third kid born on the fifth. Yeah. He was the third kid that was born. We like number five. Apparently I, I was actually really surprised about to play that. a lottery. The midwife was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, so we had, he, we had him on was that Thursday? It was a Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, it was Wednesday. And then that following Saturday, I already had a bunch of friends come over scheduled to help process chicken. We had 10 people come over and help Mm -hmm. our single day ever. None of them came back. (laughs) (laughs) It was that awful experience. Well, it was more of, you know, you only ask your friends for help once or twice Mm because they do make a good sacrifice. They do. But, and, you know, we had... I had like eight, I had eight people helping process chickens and I had another couple come over and they manned the farm stand. Cause we had like six 
you know, our Saturdays were busy mm-hmm. at around July for the farm stand, the fifth, fourth of July. It was really busy. And, and then kind of, you know, the, 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 you know, it got hot and dry and the garden just kind of petered out and it just, did. I think we, of course, we, everybody we, at that point there, everybody, gardens, yeah. it was not a good, we got, there. we got CSA week 13. Yeah, we pushed that 14, CSA. Yeah, as it was far as 13 we could. or 14. And then we canceled. We told everyone with the weekly subscription, you know, sorry, we can't do it. Yeah. And then that was in October. No, uh, September. September? It was, it was the end of uh, August. Yeah, September. that's right. And we basically paid everyone off in. And chicken. chicken for the CSA, which we didn't have to. They do. got the better deal. Yeah, they. You know, we really didn't have to. You know, I couldn't, in, in good conscience, yeah, but, ended it without them getting their money's worth. Well, uh, let's talk more about the CSA because we're about ready to launch our 2024 CSA. What are some lessons that we learned with our? First ever community support agriculture. We offered three bundles, a squat pack and a half bushel for our first year. And we had like, it was, we had like two half bushels, almost majority of more packs and a couple squats, which is half of a pack. So what are some things that you know, we learned about the CSA? Uh, Okay, I'll say because it's one thing that stands out. So we had one lady. She was a six-weeker. There was a misunderstanding about how much she was supposed to get. Uh But she got a half a bushel. And for her family of five, it was too little. Yeah. And then we had another lady who had a family of five or six. I can't remember. And she had a peck, which is a half of a half a bushel. Mm -hmm. And she said it was too much. Too much. So we have, we kind of were surprised. Well, you know, we, there isn't, we, you know, we provided an estimation about, you know, how much. And of course, everyone eats so differently. And we tried to match it to the price too. Yeah, we did. Like we de- we definitely included more than yeah, what your we, weekly. We would regularly amount. check in with like Kroger, you know, whatever natural food store and kind of match it to that. We, I mean, but, I know we're kind of patting ourselves on the back, but we definitely gave them what they paid for oh, as yeah. far as the weekly amount. I, I guess what shocked me was that people, it, it, it was just interesting that, you know, some people were like, didn't eat a lot of vegetables. Other people did. Um, I don't, there were some people that like, definitely like the weekly mm-hmm. uh, subscription better because they could, you know, go up or down. Yeah. So what we're doing this year well, there's what I wanted to do and there's what we're actually doing. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do this year is we're going to take the kind of what we did with the Blackwater Bundle, which is our weekly subscription. Originally for the Blackwater Bundle, we had a $25 size and a $45 size. Uh, a lot of the feedback we got was that the $25 one was too big. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing this year with the CSA, we are doing a dollar amount, not a size amount. So it won't be a peck or a squat. It'll be a 
$25, at least $25 worth of produce or $15 worth of produce. So if people want more, they can. Yeah. And of course, I got it. What we're going to do is they can add stuff to their bundle easier. So like chicken and yeah, eggs. Yeah, they can and add chicken and eggs. And I, I have a website pork. allows them to do it. They actually can go into any product in the store and subscribe to that product and add it to their weekly bundle. Mm-hmm. Of course, they'll have to pay extra for it, but they won't have to do it. So actually, I want to go over the CSA in greater detail and walk how, how it goes through here. Um, let's, uh, do you think that's a, this, this podcast or next podcast? Well, I think what we're going to do is, is so the CSA is launching next Tuesday. Everything will go out on Tuesday. Um, and we'll start trying to hit it hard with blog posts and social media and everything. So let's wrap this podcast up and Let's pick it up next time going over our lessons from the chicken and everything because we pretty much rounded out the produce and everything. Yeah. And that'll be part two, chicken. All of our wonderful lessons learned about chicken (laughs) and how Megan can now eviscerate a chicken in two minutes. Yeah. I will say this as a teaser. Well, it's going to be bloody. It's going to be interesting, but we, right before we quit for the season, me and you were processing, we processed 80 or excuse me, we processed a hundred chickens in four hours, Yeah, which I tell that to people and it just blows their minds. It doesn't, I mean, yeah, it is. It's a. It's interesting, but it doesn't seem that interesting to me. But I guess when you're doing it every day, well, I mean, a lot of it has to, a lot of it has to do with your equipment, your process, yeah, and, and nailing down said process. Too. Yes, and because we did tweak ours, and I'll talk about that more. And some good video. I actually saw a video that helped me, so we'll talk about that more. Anything else you want to add, honey, before we close this out? The in, the initial Hassle Hills Farm podcast, because I cannot say inaugural. <laughs> no, I'm good. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.